Hi, welcome to Noise Podcast here with JR from Love and Death. We're going to ask some, some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired the creation of the band, and what does the band name mean? Um, well, the band started back in 2012, um, but it was technically a rebranding of uh, Brian Headwelch's solo project. Um, and the name, it just, uh, to us, it represented just kind of the two things that, like, are really, you know... Um, what's the word I guess really impactful in life you know like mm-hmm. um and so we were just like those two things kind of like correlate together and we just kind of liked it so we we're like yeah let's do that so okay. we chose it in like 30 seconds so, <laughs> there weren't so it any. wasn't like a big debate or anything it wasn't yeah I mean it was mostly it was Brian's idea I remember we were in the van just on tour and he was like what do you guys think about love and death we we're like what does it mean and he told us we we're like that's cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Like, sure. Sure, I guess. All right. Um, so yeah. congrats on your upcoming release, Perfectly Preserved. How do you feel about the response to it so far to the people you've shown it to since at the time of recording it isn't quite out yet? Yeah, it's um it's been amazing. I mean, you know, we've been uh kind of MIA for like eight years, you know, yeah. record. So <laughs> it's kind of like is anyone going to care, you know, like coming back. And so it's just been really cool that people are um, excited about it, you know, more mm-hmm. than we are. And um, yeah, the response has been awesome. So we're like, thank you. Corey and I both got a chance to listen to it mm-hmm. and I know I really enjoyed it. And I think oh, Corey yeah. did it as was well. So, so good uh, front cool. to back. Yeah. Solid album. Uh, I'm awesome a, thank you yeah i'm a fan Thanks. of you guys so i was like holy shit new album and then got to listen to it early i was like holy shit so yeah um speaking of that album uh is there any meaning behind the album name perfectly preserved yeah so um one of the writers that we wrote with on the record his name's keith wallen um he's from breaking benjamin and um awesome dude and amazing writer musician he's so great um but uh the first song on the record infamy um the lyric perfectly preserved is in that and um i think when we first heard that um we were like wow this is like awesome you know because we were we had an idea for a different name for the record that we were going to go with and we kind of had like uh, a whole album uh cover all this stuff ready and then we heard that and we were just like i think we need to change everything you know because we were like this just feels more like it goes with the record and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we sent it to um, the guy that was doing the artwork and everything. And he really liked it too. He had a whole vision for it and really helped it uh, bring it to life. But um, yeah, as far as the meaning, you know, like the lyrics from that first song, it's, it's perfectly preserved, follow you to the unknown. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, as far as like personally us, you know, Brian and I and the guys in the band, what we believe, um, you know, that's just through like, you know, Jesus, like our relationship with him and just kind of like where he's going to take us, you know, with life and everything's kind of unsure, you know, and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of hardship and stuff, but it's kind of like, you know, just regardless, you trust him and you just go with the flow, you know, see what happens. So I think it was kind of a cool um, way to title that, you know, and call it that on the record. So, um, but again, like, what we try to do is, you know, we're not trying to shove anything down people's throats either. You know, it's kind of like we try to write things that's up for interpretation. You know, we want it to have multiple meanings to everyone. So. Okay. Definitely. 
Are you going to ask the same question? I, I think so, yeah. Okay, go for it. Um, so you said that you had like a different plan for the name and cover art. Are you able to tell us what that was or is that staying under wraps? Yeah, I, it was originally going to be called uh, White Flag. Just okay. the, oh, yeah. the record. Um, and we had kind of an idea for, you know, the album artwork and everything. And um, But at the same time, like we were, we were like, yeah, that's cool. But it wasn't like this crazy like you know, like we were all hundred percent on it, you know, we we're just kind of like, okay, this works, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once we heard that lyric, we were just like, that is awesome. You yeah. Know? Like that would be really cool um, to like work with, you know, and make something around that. So um, I think it was definitely a good thing. We changed it. So, and especially like, we were like, you know, it's kind of weird with, you know, all the racial injustice stuff going on and having a record called White Flag too, where like, mm. it might come off a little weird, you know, cause like, that's not what it means, but like, you know, it could be taken wrong. So we are like, it's probably a better way to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, mm. So actually I want to talk about the cover art for a second. Is there any meaning behind it? Cause it's like a lady in a jar. Is it like yeah. <laughs> trying to grip onto youth and kind of preserve yourself or is it like a whole different meaning? yeah it was because again you know like we we have the meaning what it meant to us but then we're also like what could we like kind of put a spin on it you know Mm -hmm. to have um kind of a different kind of view of it and um yeah the little girl or i guess it's a girl i i don't really know if it is or not but it looks like it 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 looks like a girl in a jar yeah um but there's that and then on the you know the little cd insert if you go through it there's other jars with like a heart in it there's like a skull and a flower Mm -hmm. like there's a bunch of different um things so it's just yeah we were trying to like what's a cool artsy way to like you know preserve something and like maybe kind of be like almost kind of shocking i don't know if anyone was really expecting to see like a person in a jar (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think so (laughs) no but but at the same time we wanted like our goal we didn't want it to look super dark like another rock like weird you know like yeah. we were like we kind of want to make it like bright colors like light you know um so that was something we really strived for too at the same time but um but again it was it was more of just like a artsy way of like you know uh showing what the name meant and stuff kind of thing so okay. nothing super crazy as far as the meaning okay that's cool that's cool uh so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for the album yeah so it's been literally an eight-year process you know since the last record came out because we had originally started writing like a couple months after the first record came out back in 2013 um but right around that time you know brian had um made his way back to corn and um our producer at the time jason rao he um joined breaking benjamin like a year or two later um and then i was in another band called islander for a couple of years and um did a lot of different stuff as well so we were all kind of just spread out on our own schedules you know so it was really hard to like get it done you yeah. know and um so yeah it's just been literally an eight-year process and um this last year you know i mean I hate to say it, it's like it took a pandemic to get it done, you know, but it really <laughs> did, you know, like it yeah. freed everyone's time up. Um, so yeah, so we were like, you know, let's just take this time and like let's get let's get this done, you know, like we've been sitting on it for so long. And um, so around June or July last year is when we started um writing, finishing, you know, what we needed to finish and um recording stuff for real and getting it done. So 
but a lot of it was, you know, throwing stuff back and forth, just, you know, online through email, you know, people sending ideas and stuff. And then, uh, yeah. So everyone spread out. (laughs) Wait, so you said just kind of like finishing what you started with this album. Did you kind of have like half of it finished already? And then you just kind of forgot about it. And then during the pandemic, you just found it. And we're like, oh, hey, we should finish that again. <laughs> yeah, I, we had, um, I'd say around 20, 25 like song ideas kind of oh, written okay. out. I mean, some of them weren't all finished and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we came, kind of came back to this last year, we were sifting through everything and we like, okay, this is cool. This is kind of weak. Let's throw that out, you know, just kind of sifting through everything we had. And um, we kind of realized though, we we were like, we think we could do better than this, you know? So like, mm-hmm. we only ended up keeping like four or five songs. And then we wrote like five new songs last okay. year. Um, and which turns out to be like the first five songs of the record, I think four or five songs of the record. So, um, and then like the tail end, you kind of get, the stuff we'd been writing over the years, you know, that we kept. So it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how it all went down. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, can you tell me which song took the longest to write and which one's your favorite? I know you said it was like an eight year long process, but if you can remember, start yeah. to finish. Um, as far as the, I think the longest one was probably, um, it'd probably be White Flag, I think. Okay. Um, we, uh, we had started writing that one in, uh, I think it was 2015. And oh. I remember I was with my other my other band at the time, Islander. I originally had written like the, the riff and the chorus for that band. And um, when we were listening, we were like, this kind of sounds too much like something Love and Death would do. You know? So <laughs> we, we never used it. Okay. Um, so then um, when I had met up with Jason later on that year, you know, we were just like, you know, trying to write more, get stuff done. And I just showed him that and he was like, this is really cool. So we, uh, we took that and started, you know, writing it, but it was, it was a really tricky song to kind of get the, uh, the structure and kind of like the vibe of it. Right. You know, we had a lot of different variations of the song Mm -hmm. and right up until like the tail end of like having to turn in the record to get it all out in time, we were still like, is this good? Should we change it? You know, we were still like going back and forth on it. Um, so I would say that one was probably the longest, that we wow. spent on a song okay and your personal favorite oh man i feel like it changes every time i listen to it it's like i i love every song um that's good but yeah <laughs> that's good um i think if i did if i didn't have to choose the cover song we did i think my favorite song would probably be um i would say it's always a toss up between slow fire and death of us. Those are like death the two us. I keep Banger. Forth on. Mm-hmm. Banger. Um, I feel like slow fire has a very reminiscent um, sound of the first record, which I really like. Um, but it's, it's also got a new vibe to it, but um, and then death of us is just awesome. Like I just love the huge chorus yeah. and everything about it. It's really cool. So, um, so those are the two I keep going back and forth on. Um one of those two. All right. <laughs> okay. Which day I hear it. <laughs> uh, so how did you guys go about choosing the opener and closer for the album? Was it shuffle? Did you guys spend hours putting it together? Um, yeah, I mean, when we had heard, you know, Infamy, um, that was a song that was kind of brought to us by Keith, 
um, that guy that we wrote with. And um, it was so funny. He had messaged our producer, Joe, and he was like, hey, is this any good? You know, and we were like, dude, this is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Like, it was really cool. And we were trying to figure out, like, okay, how do we incorporate this to the record, you know? And and we were like, well, what if we just, you know, did like an intro for the record, you know, kind of be like kind of a segue into the whole thing. And um, so we took that idea and we we messed with it. You know, we added a bunch of like, um, you know, like violin stuff and kind of like orchestral stuff with it. And um, it really turned out cool. And then, um, yeah, to end the record, we were just like, White Flag is pretty cool because it's, you know, it's kind of like a, the song is a, pretty much about, you know, being told that you can't do things or, you know, being put down about stuff, but you're always going to like, you know, just get back up and keep fighting, you know, regardless of what people say. So, um, so like, that's a pretty good way to end it. You yeah. know, and Definitely. Like that. So, um, yeah. Okay. Solid. So how did you guys actually go about picking the lead single since you haven't dropped a full length in about, I don't know, eight years. <laughs> so how'd you yeah. do that? Yeah, it was, um, it was hard because again, like every song is really cool and we're, you know, any of these could probably be pretty rad as a single, you know, to come out with. And we were just trying to, you know, debating like what would be the best thing to come out with, you know, since it's been eight years, like, what do you think would really kind of like, you know, give the the fans that have been with us from the start, like, Oh, awesome. They're back. This is yeah. like the sound I've been missing, but also like cater to like new people who've never heard us and be like, this is rad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we felt like down kind of like really captured both of those vibes, you know, like it's, it's new. It's not exactly like the last record, but it definitely still has that vibe, you know, and our sound. Um, so it was, it was a toss up between that and death of us. And, um, um, we're actually thinking about, you know, let me love you as being one of the singles as well. Um, so, but we were like, we, we, we'll, we'll do an original, you know, so yeah. ended up going with down. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the response was great and I think people were really stoked when it came out and were surprised, you know, so yeah. from what I've heard. So maybe they haven't been, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, getting a chance to listen to the record, I think that down was definitely like one of the more accessible songs too, to like kind of put out there. Cause dead for eight years, a bunch of people haven't heard of you in a minute. So like, yeah. They might have forgotten or whatever. And then you had also said that White Flag was like one that you guys were questioning up until like The Wire. What made you guys put it out as a single then? Yeah, I think what we wanted to do is, you know, like you said, like it's very true. Down is very more accessible kind of song, you know, mm-hmm. a broader audience. Um, we can push that towards. So I think what we wanted to do is like, okay, we put out that. Now let's give them something that's like heavy, you know, oh. just something that like, some people wouldn't expect to be a single almost, you know, mm-hmm. like, cause the chorus is very much like a single, you know, but then you've just got like Brian screaming his lungs off and <laughs> just like going nuts on the verses and stuff, you know? So we were like, let's just like surprise everyone and just like hit him in the face with this, you know? So um, that's kind of what we wanted to do just to kind of excite people be like, okay, it's still, it's still heavy, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause some people are like down is cool, but you know, I wish it was heavier, you uh-huh. know? So we were like, all right, here you go. <laughs> Gotta show them that we're still heavy. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so can you tell me where your headspace is at while you guys were writing this? Yeah, it was um, you know, I think once 
2020 happened and the pandemic stuff, you know, all the racial injustice and everything going on in the world, it was, uh, you know, kind of a crazy time to be in the process of like, okay, let's finish this record. And we ended up writing five new songs and everything. So I think, you know, everyone was just kind of in the headspace of what was going on in the world. You know, we can't really do anything, you know, because of the (laughs) pandemic, you know, at least for, you know, our biggest thing is touring, you know, and Mm -hmm. we can't do that. So it was like, you know, we're at home and, you know, we want to like still do something. So like writing music is what we know best, you know, so um, just trying to talk about, you know, what we've been through, what we know people are going through right now with everything going on. I mean, you know, it's just been so crazy, you know, like this whole last year. And um, I know like, you know, the suicide rates have been through the roof too and everything. So just trying to like, you know, talk about those things and bring some hope to people, you know, like regardless of what's going on, like, you know, we're going to get through this and come out on the end stronger, you know? So I think that's where we were all kind of at with as far as writing. Okay. All right. right. That's good. Um, So, while going through the album, what band or artist influences do you think pop out the most, if any? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, we're all, we all have our own influences. And I think you can really hear, you know, obviously Brian has that corn sound, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's him, you know, and, um, and also Jason, you know, his writing is, you can definitely hear the Breaking Benjamin influence as well. And, and um, I've, you know, with writing with those guys, since the first record and now you know like I've taken a lot in and learned a lot from them and so um kind of made my own thing out of that as well and um Brian really wanted me to write more on this record so he kind of left the guitar stuff in my hands Jason and I um so so most of everything you hear you know it ended up being me just writing and stuff and then Brian would you know sprinkle his little sound in there and stuff too Mm -hmm. he said you know and um, cause we, we don't want to just be like, oh, it's like a corn ripoff man, you know, like everyone <laughs> thinks, you know, so like, we're like, you know, we want to stand on its own, but I definitely think, you know, you hear obviously those influences, you know, mm-hmm. how those guys write, you know, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, it's, it's very diverse, you know, in a sense, it's not so just one way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's partially because, you know, Brian and I are, singing a lot more together on this record you know kind of back and forth so you it's not so much like screaming the whole time you know there's a lot more like um clean vocals as well Mm -hmm. him and i switching off and that kind of dynamic um so it makes it kind of unique um but yeah so (laughs) definitely yeah um so you had brought up the cover and i want to ask a question about that uh so you guys have that cover let me love you um what made you guys choose that song out of all the songs you could possibly cover and were there any other ones that you were like throwing around to be like oh we should maybe this one maybe that one kind of thing yeah that i take full responsibility it's my choice (laughs) Um, i so i love all kinds of music you know i i'm more of like not so much just like I love rock and everything else sucks. You know, I'm more of just like a fan of music in general. And um, my, I, I can speak for Brian too. I know like one of his favorite things and my favorite things is like mixing melody and like heavy, you know, just like those two kind of things. Um, so 
when I first heard, you know, this is so funny because like, again, it's been an eight year process. So when yeah. we were still writing, you know, let me love you came out and like what, 2015, 2016. Oh my God, yeah. Um, wow. and I remember hearing that song and I was like, I just loved the message, the lyrics, the the melody, like it was just really cool, you know, and, um, and I know Brian really liked it as well. And, um, and I remember I was literally just driving one day, listening to the song. And I was like, I just had this idea in my head. I was like, what if it was like a four on the floor, just driving riff, you know, like, what if that could be really cool. So I remember I just drove home, I you know, at the time I didn't know how to record anything really good. So I just threw on garage band and <laughs> you know, tried to make some kind of demo. And, mm-hmm. um, and I remember sending it to Brian. I was like, all right, hear me out. I was like, I know it's Justin Bieber, but mm-hmm. give me a chance. I was like, just check this out. Tell me what you think. And uh, he was like, this is awesome. You know, he really liked the idea and the vision for it. So um, we just kind of ran with it. And, um, you know, we ended up getting Lacey, um, Lacey Sturm, who, uh, form of vocals of Flyleaf on it as well and I think that brought a really cool dynamic to it too you know having, like her on it as well and um, so yeah I I think it came out a lot better than we thought it was going to you know because we were like oh this would be cool and then it was just like okay this is really cool yeah uh, and we had one other song that we were thinking about doing a cover of um, but we ended up doing this instead and um, but yeah I think I, I love it, but it's one of my favorites, you know, I was like, it's, it's just fun. It's a fun song, you know, it's kind of like a lighter kind of feel, not so mm-hmm. heavy as far as like lyrically and stuff, but it's, it was just really fun to record and do, you know, mm-hmm. and so you never know, maybe Justin will see it and post it. I don't know. We'll <laughs> yeah. Imagine. That's um, really cool. You, you said you had another song you guys were talking about doing. Can you tell us what that might've been? Uh, Brian told me just in case we use it, don't tell anyone. So, goddamn God. Brian, Brian, I know, I know, but it is it is like another uh like pop kind of song. Okay, um, but it it's it's a little more darker. So it it wasn't such like a light poppy song. It's a little more darker, but um, but yeah, he was like, you know, maybe we'll end up using it. You know, okay. so we'll we'll see. So. It- is this going to become like your thing, like have a cover on each album? Because I know you guys have one on the first one as well. Yeah, we we didn't originally like think of it being like a thing, you know, it was just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, this song is really cool. It'd be cool to make a cover of it. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't like we need to have a cover, you know, on the record. So um, but it's almost kind of become a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, I will. I mean, I guess I can say the last song. It was a Post Malone song. Okay. The other choice um but yeah all right interesting okay so See, i we... like post malone so i'm very interested now i'm intrigued so lp3 yeah. 10 years from now we'll have the post malone <laughs> song on it <laughs> we'll be back in 10 more years for another oh record. my god <laughs> jesus christ um, so actually speaking of that cover you have a feature on it as you mentioned and along with that one song you have two other features on two other songs what was that like working with three people on one record and what made that happen how'd you get those people it was cool it was you know it was kind of a planned out thing we wanted it to be more of a collaborative effort to begin Mm -hmm. with you know and just kind of like again just you know have friends of ours that are in the industry and that we've toured with or know you know just be a part of it you know and just have fun doing that with them so um I know with Lacey being on the cover, you know, Brian, I mean, even before I knew him, you know, he knew her 
and um, always wanted to do some kind of collaboration with her. And okay. uh, so, so when we hit her up about it, she was totally for it and um, really excited to be a part of it, which is really cool. And it was so weird because I, I remember just like, I remember listening to Flyleaf when I was in like middle school, you oh, know, wow. so it was just like, it was such a, I mean, I, I don't like fangirl or anything, but it was just mm-hmm. like, I was like, this is crazy. You know, I, yeah. I remember just like, she was like, or just Flyleaf was such a big deal, you know, mm-hmm. like, and like they were, everyone was just blown away that this tiny like chick was just screaming her brains out and like the way she sounded, you know, it was yeah. just everyone was like, oh my gosh, you know, so and st- I mean, even seeing her do it in person and stuff is just crazy. She's got such a powerful voice. Um, mm-hmm. So just being a part of something with her, you know, has been really kind of, you know, full circle, like super trippy, you know, that I used to listen to her. And then now we're like singing on a song together, you know, mm-hmm. but um, but she's one of the nicest people in the world, you know, and it was really cool to be a part of that with her. And um and with White Flag, you know, we had Ryan Hayes from uh, the band Righteous Vendetta, and um, he's great as well. Great writer, and his band is awesome. And um, our drummer with us, he he used to be in that band way oh, wow. back, like, years ago. Um, so we had that kind of connection there. Um, and then, obviously, you know, Keith Wallen, I was talking about, he wrote with us a lot on the record, and um, the song The Hunter, which comes out Friday, actually. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he... Um, was a big part in writing, you know, like the lyrics for that one. And we were like, dude, you should just sing this, like, just be a part of the song. Yeah. He was like, really? You know, it's so funny. Like he's so humble, which is awesome, you know, but yeah. it's just like, we're like, dude, you're amazing. Please like be on this. Cause he's like, thank you so much for having me on. And we're like, dude, thank you. Like, yeah, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he he crushed it. It sounds awesome. I love the song, love the message. I mean, everything he brought to the table is great. So it was just cool to be able to work with like really talented, gifted musicians that are also just, you know, super humble and just excited to be a part of something with us. So it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words uh nostalgic oh okay um fresh and um oh man i was trying to think really fast what would be the last one you're so close Uh, one more fun Fun? is that does that work sure (laughs) that's good (laughs) um so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners or is it just kind of like an interpret it in your own way yeah i like i said you know a big thing for us is we we try to you know brush with broad strokes the lyrics and stuff like you know it has meaning to us what it means personally and um but we also want people to be able to relate to the lyrics with whatever in their life they're going through or have had happen that you know they can um really relate to the uh the content of what we're talking about so um there's that aspect of it and then again you know like we were talking about just with everything going on in the world when we were writing you know we're just trying to bring some some hope and clarity you know to people who may be you know really in the thick of it and struggling with everything going on and um and so that's really what we hope people get out of it you know if they are in a dark place with you know the times we're in that um 
they can relate to the the lyrics somehow and you know it could help them with what they're going through you know i think that's the biggest thing that we uh strive to do and we hope that the album will accomplish you know so yeah okay all right uh so you guys are doing a virtual concert for this uh album uh what what can fans expect from your first performance in seven years (laughs) um dude i'm nervous too i uh (laughs) i mean you know it's just like we haven't the last time we played a show was uh back in 2014 that was our last show we ever played and so we were just like it would be really cool if we did something like that you know because i mean first off putting a record out you know everyone's been waiting so long so that's cool but we were like what if we you know uh did like some kind of like live show you know if we could make it happen you know with everything going on so um so yeah we were like let's do this you know and i mean we've been practicing like you know the old songs the new songs getting ready and um it's been for me at least you know it's been kind of nostalgic going back and playing those old songs like (laughs) we kind of like learning them and going back to them it's it's been cool because i mean this was like my first like band i was actually a part of and toured and stuff so it's kind of like my going back to my first love you know almost you know so it was it's been really cool to just um do that and then also you know learning these new songs and whatnot um so i think it's going to be awesome you know we have a ton of like special guests too that are going to be a part of it you know and so i think people will be excited um and enjoy it you know um i think we're gonna enjoy it so hopefully we don't um sound too bad for not playing (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah we're excited we we hope the fans love it you know that's you know we just want to give people something to kind of escape you know Mm -hmm. what's going on and stuff you know just like just uh enjoy the music and have some fun so yeah (laughs) hell yeah um, so speaking of you guys kind of being dead for eight years, um, what inspired the actual like revival of the project? I know you said that it was just kind of finishing what you started. And also, will you guys dip again after this album and just say, okay, bye, virus is gone. So we're going back to our own separate projects. Or are you here to stay? Yeah, I I think, you know, we never intended for it to kind of die off. I think just with you know, everyone being in their own separate full-time thing, it kind of ended up happening. And um, with, you know, coming back and stuff uh, again, you know, yeah, like our schedules got freed up. So we were like, let's do this thing, you know, let's, you know, and um, so we did, and we've talked about too, you know, like, is this something where we're doing this? And then like, we're just going to blip out, you know, again or something. And um, which we don't want to happen. You know, we, we, have talked about it and we want to keep doing stuff. So, um, so hopefully, you know, we can be able to keep going with it, you know, afterwards and, um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we still have a bunch of other songs that we ended up not using, so we could always go back and, you know, maybe do another record. I'm not saying it for sure, but, um, but we have talked about that and we definitely do want to keep going if it's possible. So, okay. Okay. We shall we shall see what happens. <laughs> Definitely. Since you brought up having more songs, would you guys do like a deluxe edition, expanded edition, like you guys did for the first one, or would it be like a new record? Have you guys talked about that at all? Yeah, we've we've talked about possibly doing like a deluxe. Um, we've we've talked about possibly you know doing a version with like a DVD that comes with the live show we're doing, you know, okay. stuff like that. So, um, so we're kind of going back and forth talking about what that could look like, you know, and um. 
So we'll just see. We're we're kind of like waiting to see how the live stream go- does, you know, like if mm-hmm. people like show up and watch it, <laughs> you know, and like see how it goes. But um, but yeah, there's definitely some options we could go with down the road as far as doing something like that. So okay, all right. Um, speaking of the live show, actually, I wanted to ask: Are you planning on doing a live album with it? I know it isn't technically like in person live, but it's still like your first show in seven years, and also like. Yeah. It's more content, I guess, to put out. Would you ever consider that? Yeah, we definitely talked about that being a thing. Um, we were kind of going back and forth with it because, like, you know, a lot of times, like, a live album, you hear a crowd, you know? Yeah. So, like, so having it be, like, there's none of that, you know? We were like, well, maybe it'd be weird if there wasn't, you know? So, so we're still kind of debating if we would do that. I mean, I think it would still be cool though because people would remember like oh yeah that's when there was a pandemic and there couldn't Mm -hmm. be people so like it's still you know pretty cool but um we'll see i mean regardless we're going to release it in some way you know whether it's that or just a dvd or both you know so um so we'll see what happens but okay it's been thought of (laughs) all right and one more question of have you guys thought about it uh when the world opens up will you guys be going on the road or will it just stay to like we're doing the studio stuff and then going back to our full-time gigs yeah it's um we've talked about it it just i think the biggest thing is having it make sense like financially you know like for oh, everyone yeah. um so uh we're open to it we're open to the idea of it you know and um we'll see what happens yeah with everything going on it's it's like it's literally day by day to see what happens next, you know? Yeah. So yeah. everyone's just kind of like, you know, a lot of bands are planning shows and stuff right now. And then just kind of waiting, you know, to see like, see if it falls through, you know, kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. I know, you know, definitely each of us with our full-time bands, you know, are definitely planning hopefully to come back as soon as everything turns around. Um, but yeah, we would definitely like to do something, you know, actually live, you know, whether it's just maybe playing some festivals throughout the year, one off kind of thing, or maybe mm-hmm. jump on a tour or something um, if we can. So, so yeah, we'll see, you know, just kind of in limbo with the world and chaos right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Put all your full-time gigs on one big lineup and then you guys open the show. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> exhausting, cool. but. I mean, oh yeah. Because when. I, when the first Love and Death record came out, we toured with Corn all year because that's right when Brian went back. Yeah. You know, we basically opened up like all the tours that year and jumped on festivals with them. And it was fun. But I remember like the tours we did, there was only like three bands. So like we would open, there'd be a band in between and then Corn. And I know Brian was just like dead. By Brian the would time. be shot out yeah. by the time. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, kind of like. If there was a tour, maybe have like one or two more bands in between. <laughs> you know, yeah. Give, them yeah a break. give yourself a good break. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So, yeah, we'll see. But that would be crazy. Do yeah. like a huge stack lineup, just everyone's solo project and then their main band. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, so, where do you see the band in the next five years? Hopefully, still doing stuff. You know, I, it'd be cool. Um, you know, I, I think regardless you know if there's any way to keep it going even if there is somewhat of a little break or whatever you know i think it's always in the back of our mind to keep doing stuff with this project um so it's kind of like an outlet for us to kind of do things that we couldn't in our other bands you know Mm -hmm. just kind of like sound wise and stuff like have a little more freedom to just kind of 
do what we want almost, you know, not stick yeah. to like just a certain kind of sound or formula. So, um, so I definitely think the desire for all of us to keep it going is definitely there. And, um, I think you'll still see us in five years, you know, I mean, fingers crossed you'll see, but all right. it'd be cool. <laughs> it would. Yeah. Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Sick. So we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So right. if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? The world's Ooh. biggest boom. Oh my gosh. This, this question terrifies me. Oh, <laughs> uh, because I love food. So yeah. I, it's so hard to be like this for sure. I mean, I know one of my favorite things. I live in Arizona and we have mm-hmm. In-N-Out. So I love getting a double-double with an animal fry and a lemon up to drink, which is Ooh. pink lemonade and 7-Up mixed together. That sounds awesome. delicious. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite meals. I also love pizza. Pizza is one of my favorite things. So that's why it's so hard. It's like there's so many good things that I love. Like what would I choose? You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I'd probably go with in and out. I, I think that would be the one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like comfort food. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Your answer made me unreasonably hungry. I haven't had lunch yet. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. I haven't eaten yet. So I'm like, maybe I'll just go to in and out after. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Ooh, um, oh man. So I've been watching WandaVision lately. Ooh, uh, yeah. It's awesome, by the way. I can't mm-hmm. stop watching like theory videos on it. I've like heard all the theories and I keep watching and I'm like, what's going to happen? You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think living in maybe one of the Marvel timelines would be pretty crazy. It'd be cool. Yeah. Would you yeah. just be like a hero or would you just be like a bystander? Probably a hero because if you're a bystander, you're kind of in danger of getting destroyed yeah <laughs> at all times yeah um, yeah so i'd probably be some kind of hero it'd be cool huh? all right solid um so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question what's your favorite color does okay so there's always this thing where like people say black and white aren't colors they're uh-huh. shades yeah. So I don't know if that still stands or where everyone ended up with that debate. So Shane thinks they're colors and I think they're shades. So it's really, if you want it to be a color, it's a color. I'll just fight you on it. But in my own head, I won't actually say anything. So. If I could choose shades, I would probably go with black and white. I really okay. like the way those look or even like black and gold. I love that. Ooh, um, yeah. But if it's just one color, like excluding the shades, um, it would probably be. I re- I actually I really like gold. Gold looks okay. cool. Very um, good color. So yeah, I probably go with that. It's fancy. You know? mm-hmm. Okay. Looks nice. Taste. <laughs> um, so as Gloria said, that's all. That's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, love and death. I know this whole podcast has been a plug <laughs> but uh yeah if you haven't heard of us check out our new record it comes out february 12th and we have a live show the same day um and all that you know you can get tickets on our website and all that is there eleventhdeathmusic.com and um yeah that's about it i hope you guys enjoy it and hope you guys stay safe with everything going on and 
Um, we appreciate you guys, you know, you guys doing this, you know, doing interviews with artists and, you know, helping us get the word out and, um, you know, we couldn't do it without you guys as well. So we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for now. This has been JR from Love and Death and We're the Good Noise Podcast.